Hello and welcome to the Miserable Metal Mind podcast, a podcast where myself, Thrash Tice Bolton, and Paul the Machine Hutchins try to convince Simon the Miserable One that heavy music since 1999 is still good. We've had one or two successes so far. You obviously know where to find us, you're listening to us now. But if you're using the paid version of Spotify, you will hear the songs in full that we are talking about. If you are listening to the free version, you will get a 30-second snippet of it, the same song. If you're using any other platform, you will only get the talking due to copyright. But whatever platform you are using, thank you for being here. Uh, we are guests. We are joined, sorry, by a guest this time. <laughs> we are guests. <laughs> We are guested by a join. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to introduce a drummer from a band that almost broke our podcast before it was off the ground. Their album was featured in our first ever nervous attempt at this podcast, and Simon liked it, therefore ruining yeah. my idea what this podcast would be. A man who, if you ask Simon, is the most important, most crucial, most best-looking member of any band. Please welcome Mr. Rich Myers from King Kraken. Yay. So let's hear Green Terror from that very same album. Excellent. Well, very nice. I say, it's great to have another drummer on here. You play drums? Yeah, I, I, I used to. Yeah, nice, nice. I like, I, like, I like to look at them every now and then. <laughs> Too goddamn expensive, man. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> do you not do anything at all, Sam, these days? Um, well, I did. Uh, no, not really, no. No. Um, I do have my me, me practice kits right there. Um, but I uh, it, it's it's covered in trainers. There's trainers <laughs> on there. I was going to say, it's not yeah. set up, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, me like electric kit. It is set oh, up. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 nice. nice um, so, big kids playing it more than I playing it at the minute. So, same way, same way, actor kit actually at the moment. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I've been teaching my four year old how to play, how to play drums, so I yeah. <laughs> I say I say I'm trying to teach them, but I just keep I always get hit in the face off with the sticks. So I just <laughs> let let them uh, let them run wild, and when they get bored, I'll show them how to play it properly. Amazing, man! Amazing. <laughs> I came up to stage the other day, and I could hear I could hear my, my electric drums going. It was my it was my son playing Queen. Yeah, we were we were rock out <laughs> singing and playing at the same time. I was like, yes, <laughs> good place to start. Yeah, man, exactly. <laughs> so. Since our last one, what have we been up to, gentlemen? Go on, Neil, um, you go first. Go me? On, yeah, tell us what you've been doing. Yeah, what have you been up to? Uh, no, really. I've had, I've had, going to involve watching shit bands. I've not been to a gig this year so far. I've got that Black Metal all day coming up in February. Oh, my God. Um, that fucking horrendous. Got uh, Bruce Dickinson tickets for later on in the year. Okay, another horrendous night. <laughs> <laughs> very positive, very positive. I tell you what, I tell you what, I did watch. I watched a really, really, really good horror film with some extremely good acting. Uh, was it uh, the the Tall Diaries of Iron Maiden? It was not. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> the, um, the main the main uh, the main guy in it is a someone that you are quite fond of, Simon. It was. Uh, it's an extremely well written 
well-acted horror film called Studio 666. Oh, what a <laughs> shit film. <laughs> fuck's sake. You've not even seen it, have you? I will never, ever watch that film in my life. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Uh, oh, my God. Amazing. Even if I was in it, I wouldn't fucking watch it. You wouldn't. You're <laughs> never You're never going to be in a film, Sam. No. Uh, I was nearly on a film soundtrack. So that's a story for another time. Oh, that's a lead into a bloody... <laughs> you auditioning for Coronation Street. But they've never done the film of Coronation Street. I know, that's why, <laughs> that's why you didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, what about yourself, Paul? What about you? Um, well, I was in Rome last week, so that you was were, quite nice. You? Yeah, we had a great time. Um, walked far too much, ate far too much, drank far too much. But uh, came back, went and saw, or went and photographed an Iron Maiden tribute band called Iron Maiden in The Patriot on Saturday night. And it was off the chain. It was absolutely rammed in there. Um, Is that that really small place where only five people get in, including? <laughs> that's the one, yeah, that's the one where Rich plays regularly, and they still don't fit. <laughs> Ooh, you nasty man, isn't it? <laughs> and yesterday, I picked up tickets for ZZ Top in Wembley in July. Uh, so oh, how much, how, much one, how much was that, Bob? Uh, Too much. It was more than a tenner, it's too much. It was sure. about 70, 80 quid. Oh, that's less than I thought. I fancy that myself. I fancy that myself. But it's got 70, 80 quid to watch that shit. <laughs> it's the one that's got, um, they've got Rival Sons and the Crows supporting. So it's oh, a pretty I was thinking about as well. Yeah. Hmm. It's cost us more for the tickets than the hotel, put it that way. Still, so 80 quid is not bad. For, for Wembley, so. yeah, it well, is. It's the only, only date they're doing, and um, he's not going to be around forever, is he? So, no. Sam, the last game you went to was for free. <laughs> <laughs> the last the two ones. he went to were for free, weren't they? What were the last two? <laughs> oh yeah. What oh no, you oh, paid. Yeah, you paid? No, they pay for the biscuit. I had to. I think the, I had to pay just by driving him over there. Yeah. See, that's how nice a friend I am. I'm so good. My friends just want to take me to gigs. Yeah, speaking of, are you, are you saying what your mate told you? I went watching Gorgera as well, and I didn't pay for that. <laughs> so that's three gigs there, last year. You're to watch free. Three, three gigs that I didn't pay for last year. I'm doing all right. And another one this year, yeah. Mm. You're going to spoil yeah, it for yeah. me. Oh, yeah, and the yeah. other thing—the other thing I got to remind my remind you what I did was yesterday I had to order King Kraken's debut album on green vinyl. I was going to mention what? that. Yes. What? Yeah, <laughs> and I had to put an abusive message on, which Rich picked up in about three oh, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did actually look straight at that, and I was like, oh, I was laughing my head off. <laughs> Totally forgot they messaged you, that. You can tell they've got a proper manager now. I used to get all their gear for free. I have to buy every fucking thing now. Yeah, so do we. That's said <laughs> positive reviews starting to dwindle now. We're not getting, yeah. not getting it for free. Yeah. All right. And what about yourself, Rich? Besides obviously promoting the uh, the green vinyl, anything exciting? Um. Had an absolutely beautiful Christmas and New Year, uh, and I've just been focusing on work. First gig back this Saturday now, uh, up in Leicester. 
the firebug. Um, but yeah, we've just been kind of planning in 2024, really. Me and uh, me and me and Kerry, our manager, have been at loggerheads, um, <laughs> way to go, what to uh, what to achieve this year. So it's like, yeah, it's going really good. I'm just um, looking at um, our recording studios and things like that now. So yeah, getting ready for album two now, I guess. So, so yeah. is that going to be recorded and released in 2024? Or very nice. Wanted to be. Wanted to be. Definitely. Okay. Uh, to be fair, though, I mean, Kerry could start a fight in an empty room, couldn't he? So <laughs> He's an angry-looking fellow or something. He's man. a grumpy clown. He is. <laughs> he is too. <laughs> yeah, we, well, man, honestly, though, like, me and him are like best friends. I'm like a freaking son at the moment. I'm spending that I've literally just been over there, over his house now, because he, he handles all our merch and all the rest of it, so I've been over in our van to go pick the merch up ready for Saturday, because, like, tomorrow I'm busy, Friday night we're practicing, Saturday we're gigging. And Sunday, back early hours Sunday, and then there's like not much time back in work Monday. So it's like, oh man, it's a, it's a killer. But yeah, rock and roll so lifestyle. Talking of, talking exactly. of vans, talking of vans, Go on. I've got a serious question for you guys. Oh, guys, uh, have, you, have you got insurance sorted on your stuff? <laughs> Get fucked, Lou. <laughs> Because you saw um, what happened to Mother Vulture the other oh, no. week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who yeah, had yeah, no yeah. insurance, which I found unbelievable. That's crazy, isn't it? Please explain. Well, please explain. In there, Paul. Sorry. We, um... I was just going to say, that's a good way to dob them in. <laughs> I, think, I, saw, I mean, I thought the insurance companies aren't listening to this. <laughs> Well, they got, Actually, they got the, the money the back on a. They got the money back on a crowdfund, but I was. It happened, and I was at um, fuel just before Christmas, New Year, and I was talking to some of the guys who were who, there who were saying, um, like Adam from Blind Divide, who was saying, "I pay three quid a month to insure my guitars. I don't understand why they haven't got it. It's not criticism; it's naivety, but yeah. I don't understand why because their their van got robbed. They lost everything. Wow. Oh. Um. Yeah, um, we actually had this conversation where we we went to Edinburgh uh, last year, and we were probably carrying fifteen thousand pounds worth of stuff in the back of the van. We had like literally all our guitars, all you know, everybody's guitars. Adam's amp amp head on its own is worth four thousand pound. My drum kit is like six thousand pound. Yeah. So that's ten thousand pounds just in two instruments, player. And you're like, oh my god, like this is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, we have our actually, <laughs> but. <laughs> Brings up brings up another point for me, right? Do you agree with crowdfunders? Ooh. And this isn't Ooh. this isn't this isn't um, this isn't a goal uh, to anybody whatsoever. But should people be have to be paying for their albums? Should people have to be paying for gear from a van? And again, that's not that's not that's not a criticism. Yeah, whatsoever. but not, but nobody has to do this, or I suppose. No, 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 yeah. nobody has to. No, but are you are you, I, are you saying if the band's circumstances were different, someone else should be paying for it? Are no, you no, saying no. I, I, I'm a they shouldn't be asking I'm, other people to pay. Help no, I, I, I'm a believer in is this is my this is what I want to do. I shouldn't be asking other people for money myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not a video. Really I'm not really a fan of it because I understand that it's really hard to get twenty thousand pounds to record an album and do PR right for it and all the rest of it. I, I totally understand that. But should the fans have really have to pay for that? Do you know what I mean? Don't 
don't know. If you get the album up front, you still get in the album. And obviously no one's forced or coerced into it. I don't see an issue with it, really. Uh, no, I, I, I agree. I just wanted to ask us all. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I, 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 there's I, not, I, think there's any, I don't think there's any right answer with it. But yeah. I mean, you know, for, for me, like, I'm from my own band perspective, like, I don't want my fans paying for my music. You know what I mean? I, I want to work. I, I never used I to. Yeah, <laughs> you do now. Is it? <laughs> is it the same thing as having a Patreon? Is it what, Simon? Is it not the same ah. thing as just having a Patreon? I you're not just is, doing yeah. the same thing. So if you've got someone paying a monthly subscription to yourself, then is, that's just the same as a crowd. It's similar, it's but if you, really, isn't it? if you crowdfund an album, you are paying for the album up front, then they've got the money for it, then they can yeah. record it. But there is a chance, obviously, you're not going to like that album. But you usually get sweeteners yeah. with a T-shirt as well. But, I've only done it once. But you, can, but you can say that about any album you're going to go and buy anyway. True. Can't you? Well, in this day and age, you can listen to it in full before you spend your money, can't you? Yeah. Sometimes, I, sometimes yeah. yeah. I, I don't mind, like, Pledge. I think there's a difference. So the Pledge, like um, Fury's last album, I pledged for their super fan package, which got a T-shirt, a hoodie, the vinyl, the CD. I got three signed posters, etc. and it was a decent package. But I knew what I was getting when I pledged for it. Mm. I think there's a difference between I, that and saying we need a new van and the only way we're going to be able to get it is if, if everyone pays for it to help us get around, which some bands have done. And there, I think there you, you, it's your decision as to whether or not you want to pay, put money in to support that band or not. And that's down to you to whether you put something in where you might not get anything out of it. The interesting thing mm. is that there's quite a lot of um, social media noise at the moment about Winter Sun who are, just completed their second or third album, whatever it is, Time 2, I think. They've done five crowdfunders in the past couple of years, including one that built the bloody band's studio. So um, (laughs) there's a lot of social media um, flack about that. So that's worth just looking at. And I mean... And that's the thing. If you if you know if you if you got like twenty thirty thousand pound there, and it, it, I mean, great if you can get that that type of money. You know what I mean? Like, but should the fans really have to pay for for that, or should it be there like it used to be there when we all used to buy CDs from HMV and this that and the other? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, a, it's just a conversation. I just thought I'd bring up us all. Yeah. We've, actually had, we've, we've had this conversation within within the band, and like, you know, the few of us are like, "Oh, we're not crowd crowdfunding." And others are like, "No, like, like there's, there's no way." There's, you know, I, I'm I'm more with the the thing of fans don't need to pay me to make an album. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's my hobby. It's my sort of you know thing, and and I that's what that's what I want to do. This is why you know I'm not going to sort of ask somebody else to you know give the money to to buy new gear or, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You still, yeah. you still, if you, when you print that vinyl, that green vinyl, you're not giving that away, are you? You still want to charge for that, which is right, which is... Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like, we, we, we've we already spent two and a half thousand pounds in buying that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of it? our own, I yeah. mean, of our own money yeah. that we've earned through the band and all the rest of it. Yeah. And I, that's what I mean, like, I, like, I, like, things have changed now from what they used to be and I'm a very old school type of guy. So... <laughs> Yeah, I said back in the day, you'd have you'd have gigged, 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 sold some T-shirts, sold some CDs. The money from that would then go Mm -hmm. to fund whatever you want to do next, whether that be build a studio, buy some gear, buy a van, do the next album, and then you gig, 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 gig. 
more money and that funds the next thing where what you're saying yeah. is this these other bands are just asking for the money up front without yeah. doing the hard work really yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. but they do do the hard work that. afterwards are they well Oh yeah. Well, if you don't get if you don't get, if you don't get your album, then obviously then you're yeah. entitled to a refund. Obviously, but yeah, yeah. I just an inquisitive question for you, also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you keep them to yourself. It's half seven at night on a Wednesday. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Save them for Sunday afternoon in the pub. <laughs> I think. What about you? Rich, to be honest, Rich, you said it probably right at the beginning. It's seats to the wrong. There's no right answer, is there? No, not really, no. But I just, uh, yeah, you know, everybody's gonna think differently on on mm. it, isn't it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't you know. Like, like I said, I understand mm. where where are people gonna gonna pull twenty thousand pound to do an album properly from. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm in that position myself, but you know, what I mean, like, it's like you know, I just don't agree with him for other people's music. Sometimes it's like, yeah, <laughs> this isn't the way it was intended. <laughs> so, I don't know if you paid for anything recently. Um. Let's see. No. <laughs> Straight to date. Yeah. If I can get away with it. Well, I have actually. I bought a new bike. I bought new trainers, new goggles, all that type of shit. But How many bikes have you Christmas got now? Presents. Uh, four. Jesus, man. But, well, I've, one's, one's inside, one's road, and I've got two uh, racing bikes, but one's going to get sold. All oh, right, right. So I bought a new one to sell the old one. So you didn't crowdfund it? No, no. I wish I, I, wish I had it done now. Uh, maybe next year when you get your fifth bike. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I want me 10 grander, I'll get the crowds to uh, pay for that one. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I just Those can't, road bikes become cheap. No, I can't give anything back, though. That's the problem. <laughs> you sign a photograph for me. <laughs> yeah, if you want. <laughs> me being sweaty crossing the finish line, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> uh yeah, other than that, I've done absolutely fuck all. Apart from training, working and listening to podcasts uh, with absolutely ones with no music in. They're my favourite ones at the minute. <laughs> after Was the uh after after the Christmas uh deluge of uh, <laughs> albums I had to listen to, I needed a break. So, <laughs> apart from the three albums we've had to listen to for this for this uh, this podcast, I've I've listened to absolutely no music whatsoever. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I did my fucking head in that them Christmas eighty albums we had to go through. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that; they'll be listening. <laughs> This is not wrong with the recording, but I still had to listen to a lot of crap music, yeah. <laughs> and some good, and some good, but mostly, mostly crap. <laughs> right, they're, then, they're, right, they're, they're right back on it, though, aren't they? I think they've already put put two out this year. Yeah, they? they've had two. Yeah, yeah. not listening yeah. around them boys. YouTube. I had, I, had a re- YouTube. I had I had a request paid this week. You did. You did. Yeah, I'm going to start sending them old man requests every week now just to piss them off. <laughs> it could be a new segment. The old man requests an old song. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep bombarding them with Magnum songs. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Only Magnum I likes covered in chocolate on a fucking wooden right. stick. <laughs> oh. 
You wait next time. It'll be the new new album. It won't. It can't be. I thought we might give like new up and coming bands. <laughs> you were lucky to give you Hawkwind last year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I I think I want to listen to it. And if they could have looked at it and gone, I just know that's going to be crap. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, now, let's get down to it. We're talking about music. Let's go for Paul's choice first. Warning. Please take all negative comments in the tongue-in-cheek manner they are intended. Basically, don't be a dick. Okay, okay. And I thought I would mix it up a bit because we've had... A varied selection through. Mm-hmm. I mean, Neil's done black metal and stoner, basically. So I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this is going to really set the cat amongst the pigeons or the fox amongst the pigeons or whatever it is, the fox amongst the chickens. I don't know. I always get my metaphors mixed up. So I picked <laughs> Saviour and Firestar, which came out in the autumn last year. Um, it's a pure power metal album. It's music that brings a smile to your face. You can't take it seriously in any way except the seriousness of the quality of the musicianship. It's got roots in speed metal, the quality going back to the kind of Halloween, Gamma gamma Ray, Running Wild, that kind of early 80s, late mid-80s stuff, the noise, German noise um, label. Unsurprisingly, they're a German band because Germany just rules the world when it comes to power metal, which is probably because they're probably stuck in about 1986, aren't they, over there? Um, <laughs> it's big, it's anthemic, it's bombastic, it's totally over the stop, over the top. Sorry, They've done 13 albums prior to this in 20-odd years. Um, wow. And they continue to produce albums which are just ludicrously funny and high tempo and um the drumming is phenomenal i think it's upbeat it's fantastical in lyrical content because some of the stuff is just absolutely ridiculous but it's not serious and it just makes me smile and feel good and when i'm driving and this is on i'm really driving along with a smile the song that i picked there was only one choice i could pick (laughs) and that is in the realm of heavy metal In the realm of heavy metal. Metal, metal, metal. It's all metal, baby. Metal! <coughs> there we go. Perfectly done it. Perfectly. <laughs> I'll go first. I quite, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't often get into the uh, realms of power metal. It often reminds me of short tunes. But I quite like this. Um... It could be fast, it could be heavy. Uh, I've got speed metal written down in my notes as well. But the vocals always do bring it back to power metal. And I was dripping and covered in cheese. But I didn't <laughs> didn't turn it off. I've listened to it, well, about four or five times. It's, uh, yeah, it's not bad. I'm, I'm quite happy with it, to be honest. Well, I'll go next. You go next. Um, I'm not a fan of power metal. <clears throat> right. <laughs> Oh. But, <laughs> but but this blew me away, man. I was yes. listening to this in work by myself, right? I was in an office listening to this by myself, writing notes and this and the other. 
And in the realm of heavy metal came on, and I was like, oh my god, I am a pirate on a ship <laughs> just caught in the ocean. I was like, yes, I, I, I'm, I'm in this song. <laughs> but yeah, the whole album, the whole album is just awesome. Like, really, really good. And I, I like, I'm not a fan of it. You know what I mean? Like, no. Honest God, blew me away. Blew me away. I genuinely really, really surprised. Genuinely really surprised. Yeah. If it wasn't for listening to... If I was at Bloodstock and these came on, I would walk away. Until I have now heard this, and I would walk towards. And uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So. I, I, would, I would actually go and see them now, just to experience yeah. the whole sort of, you know, yeah. epic. <laughs> so miserable, Simon. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Halloween because I love Halloween uh, and it does remind me a lot of Halloween. Mm. In fact, iTunes, when you play the album after it, it actually, the first song after it was Eagle Fly Free by Halloween. Yep. Eagle Fly Free. So um, the only difference is, is Halloween, particularly on Keeper the Seven Keys albums, are a lot better band than Iron Saviour. Uh, it's not bad. It's not crap. It's not great. I've listened to it. I don't know if it's just me, this, but there's nothing to sing along to it. Oh, come on. Like, Even in that one track oh, that falls pit. Come on. Listen, I'm just letting <laughs> you know. Don't don't jump down my throat, boys, because you all enjoyed it. No, 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 no. We are entitled to disagree with you and put you in your place. I, I, I genuinely... the. There's nothing like for me to sing along to. There's nothing that catchy at all. It, I wasn't bored. It's just uh, I wasn't blown away either. Oh. It was just mask, cloak, and sword. It's mask, not... cloak, and sword. You can learn the chorus in one drive. Honestly, <laughs> it's amazing. That's there what I are. found myself doing, though. I was I was singing yeah. it by myself. I was I was, walk, I was walking down the street singing singing uh, in the rubber heavy metal. I was like, what the hell? Like, oh, this is gone. Oh, crazy. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll accept it. It's not bad from Simon, considering some of the scathing shit I got. That's true. That is very true. Yeah, yeah. I'll take I, that. I, I think, but I I think German power metal is like, uh, it's like their version of really bad Euro pop. As well, <laughs> you've you, you've got a slight point, but not from the. It's not poppy, but it, it, it is cheesy when it starts bit. off. It just makes you know it makes it's you cheesy. that with your eyebrow. It's definitely cheesy. Mm. It's, it's it's cheesy. It is cheesy. Yeah, yeah. But that's the box um, you have to tick. But does that mean does that mean it's good just because it's cheesy? I mean, it's good. Well, no, but like like Paul like Paul said in, uh, in the beginning, you have to appreciate the musicianship. Mm. To be that cheesy and sound that good. <laughs> cheesy and good. You do sound good. <laughs> I love it, man. There's no, there's no power metal weird. box that's not ticked. It's all there. No, isn't it? no. Yeah. 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 A, hel- a Halloween power metal. It depends what era you listen to, but I'd say, yeah, I'd say I, mainly. I, I, just, listen, I just always thought Halloween were fresh. Al- were fresh. What? Keepers? Thrash? Well. No, well, you can. Or just, be... or, or like I said, age ago, just, just metal. Yeah, Walter Jericho sat under the speed metal. Definitely, yeah. I'm yeah. by that statement now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd say if you're a very much, they're almost an exact copy of Blind Guardian, who I think are the best German power metal band around. But Blind Guardian do um, much more varied stuff. If you've seen 
them headlining at Wacken. There's a hundred thousand singing along to the Bards song yeah. or something, which is astonishing. <laughs> hundred thousand Germans all singing pure English, um, yeah, to a yeah. song that's based in bloody Rivendell or something. You know, it's, it's <laughs> Simon, you'd love it. No, it's, just magical, it. <laughs> it's just magical, look. It's just magical, look. It's magical and happy. That's why Simon doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I picked it, because it's happy. <laughs> it made me happy. Great way. No, no, I with that. made me happy. <clears throat> well, there we go. Right. Next up, Neil. Okay, well, I will bring to the table Ritual King and the Infinite Mirror. I first... Found these guys at a Doom versus Stoner in Sheffield in 2018, I think. Now, I know it's not metal, but I do love this. Uh, I was blown away in 2018, and I still have that same feeling about this band now. They are a guitar-led, three-piece, psychedelic, fuzzy, fuzzy even, Stoner rock band from Manchester who released this album late in 2023. They have a knack for a groovy tune, and on this release, they have a knack for a long tune also. Just to keep Tommy Dickfingers over there happy. The track I have chosen is Wells Divide. I think this perfectly displays the collective talents of Dan, Gareth and Jordan perfectly. Dan, Gareth and Jordan. Listen, you're name-checking everybody in the band like they're your mates. There's only three of them. <laughs> Just because you've got no mates, you don't know how to treat people. Jesus Christ. I, I, I lads, did you hear the review? I, I said, names. I didn't want to miss anybody out. Give me a free ticket. <laughs> oh, you're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> right, can I, um, I've got a cut Just on. wait till we get to mine. I'm going to mention everybody else's name. That's if I get someone off there. <laughs> if you can remember them all. <laughs> well, that's a challenge. Right, so what did you guys think of Ritual King? Anybody? Somebody. Anybody? Neil, you meant to say oh, someone go, go first. Oh, it's all down to me, is it? I'll go first, shall I? Um, yeah, I, kn- I knew of this band because I'd reviewed their EP Earthrise back in 2018, and I think they were on Planets Collide Records then. They're now on Ripple Music, so they've got a bit of support behind them. Mm-hmm. And Ripple Music is kind of home for the kind of stoner sledge that kind of music um this album is just brilliant it just um it takes a while to get into and you've got to be able to give it the time you, you can't put it on when you're driving unless you're on a long journey you can't put it on when you're lying in bed because you'll fall asleep because it's so trippy <laughs> which i did several times um and at first it wasn't really getting underneath the fingernail so to speak but then the last but one track i think it's called tethered and it's mm. 11 and a half minutes long and it is just fantastic it just goes on a journey and you follow a little bit and it calms down and then it picks up again and i think i played it three times in a row and i just think for a three piece i think it's fabulous there we are yes 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 Rich, fair play. So when I when I looked at, at the at the album on Spotify, I was like, five songs, forty five minutes long. What the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> Torture. I thought I thought right, I'd check it all, man. I was like, I I love that type of music, you know. But for me, I think the songs are just too long, and I prefer other stuff of theirs. Um, I don't know. 
I just I, I enjoy I enjoyed it. I like that. I like that desert sound sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But um but I don't know. It was just too long for me. You know what I mean? Right. So you do know this stuff, you so you've you're you're aware of the earlier stuff. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um well, we would do I think we would do the play with them a while ago. Um but we never did. It might, it might have been COVID time. I'm not sure. Because um, they were playing HRHs, we were playing HRHs, and I think we would do play with them at one point. Um, but yeah, I, I, other stuff that, that that I've heard that is shorter and more up my street then, so, so to speak. But yeah, I, I, I didn't dislike it. You know what I mean? Like I, I liked it. I just, I'm not into like 10 minute long songs and the sat and the other. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we all know that Simon loves a long song, don't we? <laughs> Done well, I do, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, like uh, Richard said, the, the songs are too long. Um, the album feels like they got together and just started jamming. And then after eight minutes, they went, just press stop. We, we've, we've played around with that riff for eight minutes, just press stop it. <laughs> That'll be song one. What should we do for song two? I've got half an idea. Go on then, knock it out. <laughs> Guitarist will start, drums will kick in. Yeah, I've got some lyrics. I'll just put some lyrics here. Knock it out another nine minutes. Yeah, <laughs> fine, that'll do. <laughs> hey, we've got there. We've got four songs. One more. 40, well, we want to get to 45 minutes. But make it a nine minute. Any ideas? Here's a riff I did back in school. Jamming away. That is how every song feels. However, I fucking loved it. Such a bellend. Is this is this what you class as stoner rock? Yeah, it's a bit more psych rock, but. Yeah, you, you and your well, genres. Um, it, it, it's really good, really, really, really good. Um, again, like I said about uh, another band last podcast, I, I could play in this band. No, you couldn't. Do you know what I mean? I like. No, I, I could. No, I I could easily. So could Rich. Easily. Oh yeah, Rich. Could. They're only jamming. They're only jamming. So <laughs> you could go and do anything. They're one of the tightest bands I've ever seen. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like Paul said, Tethered is a fucking masterpiece. What a fucking song that is. That I didn't realise it was 11 minutes long. But the last... Jesus. I think the last four or five minutes of that, where it kind of changes, the yeah. the song changes a little bit. It's fucking brilliant. I mean, they might be jamming along, but they've got some brilliant riffs and some brilliant grooves going on in that. I absolutely loved it. Really, really loved it. Uh, if no. a band can just sit there and jam and come out with that on a third attempt, you've got to admit that is incredible also, which I don't, I don't think that is the case. I don't think it is. I don't think it was that intended. I'm being a bit flippant with our staff. Oh, oh, <laughs> are you, Simon? Are you? Um, but but the, the, some of the songs are too long. I mean, I, I think I messaged you all when, when you said it's only five songs long and I looked at it and I fucking averaged it out about nine minutes a song. Yeah, isn't it? But over forty-five minutes, like so. It, yeah, but I think put it on while you're doing something, and you'll just get lost in it. Totally, really, really good, really good album. And again, tethered, amazing. So I've started the year off with a success, and I did not choose this to try and get a success. I just chose it because I really like it. 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you you brought some stoner last year and it was fucking awful. Which one did yeah. I bring last year? Oh, <laughs> Maras Molasses. Maras Molasses. You're such a nut, you know. It is. <laughs> and what and what was the what was that one? They came from Mars and saw the planet. Oh, that was me. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. They watch well, that's the along the same lines, and that's fucking awful as well. <laughs> <laughs> so Neil has peaked already. Sorry, sorry so I, have again. Peaked. I have peaked. That, that, could be the, that could be the last one for all year. Well, it will be if you go after that black all day black day. You've got that. Oh, that's a good band. That's a good band. He's going to bring what? Black Raid Three back for you, Simon. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You might just be ill for that one. You might just you might be surprised who I'm talking to on that night for getting them on podcast, but then we'll see. Hey, <laughs> never mind. So don't, don't bring a band on I've slagged off. <laughs> <laughs> mind you, we've got one coming up, haven't we? Yes, we have. I'm glad we're not in the same room. <laughs> you weren't that bad about them, actually. No. They weren't so, yeah, Rich, they? Go on, Rich. What have you brought for us? Uh, so yeah, so for this is my album of the year for last year actually. So elegant weapons. Well, so yeah, horns, horns for the halo. Um, absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. It's like like I said earlier on, but like I'm I'm old school there. So like I just it's just an old school sound, and it's just it sounds so fresh. Yeah, it sounds amazing, and the drums in it for me are just the tits. <laughs> really, really enjoyed it. Seen them at um, uh, uh, Steelers Festival and wild, man. They were they were brilliant. You were there, Paul, there? Yeah, I was in the photo pit. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. Really, really good. They just came on and just owned it, like, you know what I mean? And I, obviously, I listened to the album before then from stuff as a player rock and this and the other. And I was just gobsmacked. Amazing! Like I, I, we listen to it in in the van every single gig. Oh wow! <laughs> like uh, every time Adam's like, I gotta buy this on vinyl. I gotta buy this on vinyl. <laughs> I bet he hasn't yet, has he? No, he hasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what do you think, uh, Neil? Um, I, I, I thought it was a bit dull. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got. No qualms of anybody's musicianship in the band at all, in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Obviously, Richard Faulkner, you know. Well, I was I was stood next to Simon, uh, well, for three seconds before he ran down the front. But Bloodstock, oh, okay. was it to what was it to the first Bloodstock that Priest headlined? Never, yeah. never I, really been much I, of a Priest fan. Um, but a mate of mine, uh, Chris, also he's a massive Richard Faulkner fan, and all the months leading up, Chris Merger, I know you're listening, Chris. <clears throat> the months listening up, it was uh, before Bloodstock. He was just going on how incredible this guy is, incredible this guy is. He gets the Bloodstock, lights come down. He comes out in a leather onesie, aviators on, foot on the monitor, and I'm going, "You better be good." Two tracks, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, fair enough. Bargain. Bargain. Fair enough. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can yeah, carry yeah, that off. Yeah. How well done. <laughs> but yeah, it's not same again. I didn't hate it. Uh, a, a festival, I wouldn't walk away, but. Yeah, uh, don't blow me away. To be honest, fair, fair. <laughs> Paul Rubio, I like it. I, I, I mean, the lineup's amazing. You've got Faulkner on guitar. You've got Ronnie yeah, Romero on yeah. vocals, who stood in for Richie Blackman's Rainbow. 
And on the album, you've got Rex Brown playing bass and Scott Travis playing drums. So it's a bloody super group yeah. anyway. I didn't, know, I didn't know the last two. I did not know the last two well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when Travis, I get well, the whole world. <laughs> yeah. I like it now. I like it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I've always liked Neil's on the roundabout again. I've loved them since seventies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're they're a mix, aren't they? There's a bit of Hendrix in there. There's a bit of Priest. There's a bit of Sabbath. There's some Aussie. There's some Black Label. So it's it's a bit flashy with the guitar work, which is what you'd expect. I mean, let's be fair. I expect I want. Oh, yeah. I mean. Faulkner had open heart surgery about two years ago, didn't he? Over in the States, mm. you know, he collapsed and was, yeah. I think he had an aortic aneurysm, which was minutes away from carking it. So um, to, to be able to come back and play that. The only issue I've got with this is Ronnie Romero used two of my photos from Steelhouse and put them on his bloody Facebook page and didn't credit me. So oh. he's going to lose points for that. Although Ooh. I soon sorted him out when I found out about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's 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 80s heavy metal with um it's like 80s it's like 80s heavy metal that's been brought into the um into the into the contemporary field. There's some great tracks on there. Romero's a great singer. <laughs> and they do a decent version of Lights Out as well, which is a cracking track. They do. They do. Yeah. And 100%. there's not many bands that do I mean, he's never going to match Schenker for the the solo because Schenker's no. a god in my eyes. But um, it's a good version. So yeah, I like it. Again, I was going to say I forgot. I forgot to say my uh, my single, my or my hot pick or whatever it was called, um, "Dirty Pig." And I heard the lyrics for that. I was like, "What the hell, you dirty pig!" <laughs> well, in that case, I will put, I will play that now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, what do you think, man? Uh, it starts off well. Um, it's decent. It's decent. I, I'm a little bit in Neil's camp, to be honest with you. Um, as the more the album went on, it, it just felt a bit samey towards the end. Maybe a second and third listen, I'd warm up to it a bit more. Um, but yeah, it, it, for me, it was just all right. It was just all right. It wasn't. Uh, it didn't blow me away, but it, a lot like the first band, whatever they were called, the power metal band. <laughs> it's just, it's just. And, and again, I don't think there's anything to sing along to. There's not for me. I love like something big anthems that you can, you know, put your headphones on and sing along to. It just, it's just not there for me. You see, I'm so, not, I, 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 I wasn't yeah. singing Dirty Pig then. No, I wasn't. <laughs> there is, there is single long bits on that album. That, well, that, this, that's what I mean. I, I'll, I'll talk to you. I've only heard it once, so it was the first one I listened to as well. So, oh, okay. um, so maybe a second listen. But it wasn't. It, listen, it wasn't shit. I mean, I didn't hate it. There's been albums I've put on, and I fucking love them from the from back five seconds in. Yeah, you we know. know that. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 but like I said, I'd, again, like you've said, if they were at a, a festival or playing, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd certainly watch them. Oh, I'd certainly watch them. That's is yeah. is the guitarist in this the one that plays for Priest? Then is that what you? Yeah, yeah, saying? that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know that guy's name. You're supposed to be a fan. You Jesus Christ! Listen, I know, K, I know KK Downing, Glenn Tipton, and Rob Alford. 
Anyone else in that band? I don't fucking care. There's only one of them in it now. Well, there you go then. That's all I care about. But you didn't care. You were, you were excited. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I, I think the only reason I picked this album was because, like, we don't hear music like this anymore. Like, we don't hear music like that much anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's a flash of the old school. You know what I mean? Like, you know, hmm. it's not like, you know, it's not, it's, there's, I think there is a lot more like this now, to be honest with you. I, do you think? Yeah. The, I, I do, actually, as well. Yeah, I, I think this is it's kind of coming back, this type of thing. So, hmm. I, And if if it's like the show number one and you've come on, Rich, and you said, listen to this album, I'd be in your camp. I'd be going, yeah. But I think after doing a few of these shows and hearing the albums, these guys are bringing me all the time. Yeah. You are, I am hearing more and more of this type of stuff. I think this this and what what sort of a band You're um, thinking of Tail Gunner, aren't you? Tail Gunner. Yeah, I think then yeah. that'd be a good night for somebody. Not me, but <laughs> <laughs> for someone. You know. I, I I agree with it, but I just think like you know like the when you think of like modern like rock music and the and this and the other like bring me the horizon and stuff like that. Like nothing like that. Thank God. Thank God. Fucking hell. Oh my God. Don't get me started on that shit. <laughs> Again, we've been there. We've oh, been I there. Have, I should have. Yeah. I should have picked bring me the horizon, man. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> if, if you if you just want to see some miserable northerner rant about shit music, then yeah. I, I definitely yeah. wanted to see that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, when when you bring when you do the second album, you know. Yeah, uh, bring 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 me something like that. <laughs> Bullet from a Valentine. Bring me the Horizon. We're gonna all, all, all this, all Trivi- Trivium. <laughs> trivium. Oh, oh, fucking turd. All of it. <laughs> Just oh fucking God. horrible. I can't stand them bands. I think you're right Absolutely. there. There is there is a kind of reaction to the the kind of modern metal that is out there now, where there are so <laughs> yeah. many there bands is. that are. I mean, we we saw it with the um, the Christmas shows with the guys from the the Monster Shop, where a lot of the stuff that they picked. I mean, that band End, which was just shouty, angry people, and yeah, oh, is that the guy with the dustbins? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I think mean, there is there is a kind of backlash to that in terms of people are going back to the eighties and are picking up those influences. Yeah, yeah. And let's, and let's play music. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and sooner or later, start. we're going to get a good band. <laughs> I always like like a band with a real singer. I, I'm not I'm not a fan yeah. of, of of this. Like, yeah, agreed. Rah rah shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I like I, I like I I like it now and again. Like like I like I love Pantera, my, one of my favorite bands. You know what I mean? Like, and um, mm. and, but they, he can sing. You know what I mean? Like, who can sing? Can I sell more? He could. Yeah. He could. He could. He can't he anymore. He can't anymore. He just likes walking around stage pretending he's world artist man, mate. Yeah. Do you mean now? He's always done that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Singing because he's in so much. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Looks, like Downer, looks like Downer bringing out a new album, though. I believe so, yeah. Mm, we'll see how well that goes down. Kirk, I've seen Kirk Weinstein uh, working on, on uh, a new Downer album. Yeah. So that, that'd, be, that'd be cool. I'm a big fan of that Downer, man. I love Downer. Yeah, Noel is a classic. You're the one, are you? No, no, down. (laughs) (laughs) I should have brought him down as well then. Uh, Well, now now you know what I don't like. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to pick what you do. It's easier to pick what you don't like than what you do because that's a minimal. Choice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%, yeah. Oh, it's all right, Sam. So be- I've got. I've got. Before, a link. I've got before, a link. Oh. before we move on, before we move on, I've got a question. I've got a question. <laughs> Rich said he saw elegant weapons at Steelhouse, but I saw Rich at twelve o'clock on the Sunday. <laughs> oh dear. And he was in no fit state to bloody go to the toilet, let alone go to the main stage. I was like, God, oh, the whole goddamn festival. <laughs> <laughs> so you did actually make it there, did you? Yeah, Sat- Sunday, uh, Saturday. Me and Pete are the tallest. <laughs> well, I never saw him in the arena. I never saw him in the arena. I just saw him upside down a few times. So. Well, that was definitely uh, Saturday night was uh, was definitely an upside down day, but <laughs> <laughs> so much so I don't even know if I'm day or night. <laughs> Sorry, Neil. He, he made it. He made it there because he's a fucking drummer, and we never let the team down. Yeah, that's why. Damn straight. You see, damn straight. Yeah. The that's why, everyone, that's why everybody needs us. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Neil. Quick. Play something we know. Simon, I believe you have a classic for us. And I think this time you've actually got a classic instead of the dog shit you brought before. Yeah, Uh well... I, I, do you know when we called this Invisible Metal Mind and we aimed at it myself? I, I think we're all pretty much the same for how much we hate things. You all, you two are that miserable on the stuff I'm bringing, and I'm as miserable on the stuff you two are bringing. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think it's just me that's miserable here. I think it might change for this one. Uh, yep, uh, absolute classic um, by Megadeth. Um, I, I thought it was time to roll out the big guns. Um, peace sells, but who's buying? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I've not brought peace sells. No. <laughs> it was, was going to be peace sells. Uh, uh, Rust in peace. Absolute classic album, start to finish. Um, the track I've picked is the last one, which is Rust in Peace. Two reasons. I think it's the song that not everybody listens to on the album. I think when you listen to this album, I think you're probably going to get to song six or seven. And if you stop the car to get out, I think you're not going to go back to the album. I think you might just carry on. It's, I think it's the least heard out song on the album, unless it's on mix. Secondly is the drums on this album. Seeing as Rich is here, the drums on this, not this, just the album, but this song in particular are fucking tremendous. Um, and if you listen carefully, I would I like to think that Matt Sorum robbed this drum <laughs> fill at the beginning <laughs> for <laughs> You Could Be Mine. <laughs> if you listen, so uh, Nick Menza plays uh, single notes, dum-dum, dum-dum, like that, and then the roll where Matt Sorum plays single notes on uh, You Could Be Mine. So something, some homework for you all there, listeners. Uh, <laughs> listen to uh, listen to this, then go and listen to You Could Be Mine. If you've never heard this album, it's fucking a masterpiece in thrash metal. Um, in particular, song number one is, I think, it's in my top five metal songs ever. 
you would have heard song number two at various nights out and uh, festivals, which is Hangar 18. Um, so, yeah, Megadeth, Rust in Peace. Neil, play the song. Now! So, yeah, come on then. Um, what do we all think of Simon's Choice? Well, I'll go first then. I'll Rich. go. I'll go first. Go I'll go then. first. I'll go first. I, I love Megadeth. I always had the first three albums, uh, so not including this one, as my favourite. But I've gone back to this more in the past 10, 15 years, uh, and yeah, I have to agree. It's it's a monster. It's massive. It's fantastic. There's not. There's a couple on the other albums. You could say, yeah, you can skip that track. There's not. There's nothing to be skipped on here. Mm. Yeah, I really, I really, you know, when we messaged and you chose this track, I really, really thought you were going to go for Tornado of Souls. That's got you written right. all over it with the drumming. But then again, like yeah. you say, I suppose yeah. every track has so. Yeah, the, the drumming on the whole album is just. It, it, Nick Menz is a fucking monster on this album. Yeah. yeah. As are Dave Mustaine, Dave Ellison, and Marty Friedman. I've name checked the whole band there. Neil just. <laughs> 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 And Dave's going to send you a free ticket all way, straight away. <laughs> no problem. Well, I I, I did see them because uh, Pantera supported them on this tour, if anybody saw them at the Apollo. But I, I saw I them at the Apollo. Um, and we were outside waiting to be picked up. Uh, me, my mate, Colin, Andy. And um, these are school friends, so they're not my friends anymore, obviously, because I've, been, I've grown <laughs> up and become miserable. I was all right back then. And uh, uh, a Megadeth came out at the door we were waiting at. The coach pulled Hello. up. They came out, and there was about ten of us, and all of us got to like you know meet them, shake their hands, and uh, say nice one, thanks for that. See you later as they jumped on the coach and fucked off. So there you go. Another reason I love it so much, I think. All right, so you reckon that's swayed you as well? Okay, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Really, it's it's a fucking banger, isn't it? It is. It is. I I was thinking about this today. I I think it's better. Bold statement coming up here. So strap yourselves. Roll drum roll. For for their fourth album, if you put it up against other people's fourth albums, you know, like another uh, club. Actually, I'm in this club. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. On the Facebook do, then I think it's better than uh, Justice for All this. Oh, don't know how everybody else feels about that, but if you're putting them up against Metallica, I think this is probably one of the few times they actually uh, bested Metallica. I, 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 I can't. I'd have to. Oh, I have to think about that for a long time before I can answer that. You, you think about that, <laughs> Paul? What did yeah. you think of the album? Well, I fucking hate Megadeth. I- Hated this album. I hated this album. This one. This one. This one. one. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, that was quite good. No, I bloody love it. Um, It's tell me an album that's got a better two opening tracks than this. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I know. And I was I was thinking about this the other day because you've got hundreds of bands that have got really good one twos. Um, Yeah, Sepultura. Even for me, like Rush have got brilliant on moving pictures, but. This is just astonishing. I think Hangar 18, I think it's got three solos before there's a bloody word spoken. Yeah. I mean, it's just like ridiculous. <laughs> and if you put it on headphones and, and really listen to all the pieces that are going, yeah. it is just astonishing. Now, I still prefer Peace Cells. Right. But that's 
mainly yeah. because Peace Sells was the first Megadeth album I bought. Um, obviously in 1986 when we bought it was a it was a shit year for music apart from that. Um, <laughs> but I would agree with you about Injustice for All, and the reason I would say that is because these songs are sharp, they're to the point, they're visceral, yep. they're nasty, but they're also clinical. And I listened to Injustice for All this week because I've been on a bit. I've been trying to go back through some of the other Metallica stuff. And today I've actually listened to Load and half of Reload and had to stop. But um, I listened to Injustice for All the other day, and it's a long album. Hmm. There's a yeah. lot of really long nine-minute songs on there. And the difference with that and this and, and Rest in Peace is that every Rest in Peace track is four five-minute tops. So it's yeah. bang, 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 bang. And there is nothing better than, um, for a thrash album, you want it to be short, sharp shocks for me, and that's yeah. what makes this such a great album. Apart from the app, as you said, the the astonishing playing on it. Yeah, and I, I think I think Holy Wars, which is track one, I think that's probably the longest song. I think, but that for me is Megadeth's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, and it's just I've, I I think it's their best song they've ever wrote. But I, I very Paul, I nearly, nearly went with Peace Cells as this month's album. Because yeah. like yeah. you, I, I, I really, really love Peace Cells as well. Um, but whenever I hear someone mention the film The Conjuring, the next thing I always shout is, Obey! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets the joke at all. You know, someone comes in work and went, oh, I watched The Conjuring, and I'll quickly go, Obey! <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, this this and like I say, Holy Wars. I wish I'd have picked Holy Wars a little. I, I very nearly went for Holy Wars, but I think everyone would have heard that. Like I say, I just wanted to oh, point. play mm. Rust in Peace because I think to finish the album as well, it's it's fucking tremendous. Rust in Peace, so. Polaris. Give this proper name. Yeah, sorry. Thank you, <laughs> Rich. What do you think? Um, I uh, I've 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 been guilty of um of never giving. Mega that time of day, really. Oh wow! Right. Yeah, I've, I've never, I've never actually been a massive Mega Death fan. I've always been more Slayer, Pantera, yeah, Me- Metallica. Um, I don't know. I, 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 obviously, it's a classic album. I love the album, right? But yeah, I'm just like thinking of like Mega Death as a whole, really, uh, which is not really giving them the thing, but. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a classic album. I, I I really like the album. I'm just not the biggest fan of Megadeth. Yeah, is that because you know of, is that because that's of mistake? Is it the way he not the way he plays, the way he acts? Ah, uh, I don't know. Like like I'm thinking Nick Nick Benz on this album is fucking outstanding. Hmm. Like yeah. he, he, he's he's amazing. But uh, and I'm not knocking I'm not knocking the album. I'm just I've just never been. A massive fan of Megadeth, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I don't know. Some, sometimes, like, I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of Iron Maiden because, like, sometimes I think it's more like cheese. And I'm like, oh, fuck oh no, that's a bad this review for album two coming up. Shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, like, like, like I said, it's, it's a classic, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is a classic. Everybody loves this album. You know what I mean? Like, uh, okay, um, excuse me. As... Do you have Do you have an electric kit at home? I got a right to there. Yeah. Right, good man. <laughs> just, just honestly, put Holy Wars on and play along to it. 
I know. You will I know. fucking love it. We tried, and I mean this, and we tried our best to try and uh, cover that song, a band yeah. I was in for a, a couple of years, me and my mates. Yeah. And uh, we we had, we couldn't get the beginning bit right at all. Um, <laughs> but the it's an important part the, that is the beginning. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we just thought, could we just like cut? Could we like just merge two songs together? You know, so the bit where it grind goes to the acoustic guitar in the middle. And uh, we said, could we just come in with that bit where the drums come in with that? <laughs> Maybe we could just add it onto another song and everyone would be like, ah, fucking hell, they're playing fucking Holy Wars. Um, but uh, alas, uh, we didn't. The drummer kept fucking it up. Yes, that sounds right. Met one with the guitarist. They nailed it from the off. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, I, yeah. I um, I just I agree with you with you both. Like, Rest in Peace is, is, is a better album. Than justice. Uh, no, no, then um, oh. then then peace else. Oh right. Yeah. Is that is that what you said, or was that the other? Oh, the way way I, I think it's. I think, <laughs> on I, I think I'm. I, I think I'm with Paul here. I think peace cells is the first Megadeth album I got into as well. Um, I, you could argue that peace cells has the more sing along songs. I would say, but as as a as a piece of work from beginning to end. Rust in Peace is uh, a masterpiece where mm. uh, I can't try and think what song it is on um, on Peace Cells. I, I think I always skip. I always think this feels like an album filler, this song. Ooh, let's have a look. Oh, it's probably I Ain't Superstitious, is it? Or... Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you yeah. can't say it feels like an album filler. It is an album filler, isn't it? It's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I'd say the third album had some album fillers in it as well. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it had some good songs. Uh, but then this album came out and it's just fucking brilliant. Do you know what uh, what Paul was saying about um, about the short, sharp songs and that's making the album? That's the way I feel about um, Infinite Mirror. If the songs were shorter, I think they, the album would be far better. But I'd, I'd argue against... So this is coming from someone that does like a long song. As long as you've got 45, 40 minutes of material, if you stop that song and then carry on playing the next song, I don't understand the difference between just carrying that song on. But each to their own. I'm not saying anybody's wrong. Yeah, I, I like, like we've said in the past about other bands who I really can't remember the name of. So I'm not just I'm not just forgetting them to forget them. I genuinely have forgot the bands. But we've had some nine, ten minute songs on some of their albums. And for me they're fucking dreadful. They don't go anywhere. Where tethered, like we were talking about before, yeah. that builds to it something. It does have to go somewhere without a shadow. It has to, it, yeah, and it has it to take yeah. it has to take you as and well. It goes yeah. Yeah. Where and like like say in the past, I don't know, Keeper of the Seven Keys Part Two, for example, it it, it has not only has a narrative to it and a story, it's you can sing along to it. There's really good guitar solos in it. Yeah. It flows the whole song flows, and that's that 13 minutes long. Keeper of the Seven yeah, Keys, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So so that flows as a, as a song, and that's 30 minutes. It never ever feels like it's a 13 minute song. Where I think Tevard. Uh, it was like that as well before. I, I listen, uh, Rich. I'm all for fucking three, four minute bangers, mate. 
That's what I. Yeah, that's I, what I like. That's my job. Yeah. That's why I like your album so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get in, fucking I, in the face. That's why you like Space Girls so much. Song, isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that one of the track names? Get in and get it in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If it's they'll not, see, it is. They'll see you like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I take your point. You can't. Yeah, if if you're going to do a long track, it's got, but it's got to go all over the place. Certainly, yeah, it's got to be three yeah. tracks in that one track, basically. Yeah, and, and some of this, like I was being serious about that. Though. Some of the song, it does feel like they are jamming the songs out, but they just do it so fucking well. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's I think there's a real skill to do it. I mean if you look at the the more recent output from Maiden and Metallica, they are crammed full of nine, ten minute songs. That could be And yet yet Maiden's best long song is probably apart from Empire of the Clouds, which is not their best long song by but their their second longest song, I think, is Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, which you can't argue is not a brilliant song. It's it's an amazing song. It builds you in. And it's longer than everything that they did on Sinjitsu. And yet, if you listen to Sinjitsu, there are at least four songs there. You go, when the hell is this going to end? Whereas yeah. Ancient Mariner will, it, it's, it's a proper rolling yeah. story. Mm. It's got the ebbs and flows and everything else. Mm. I, I think sometimes you, as, as a band, you can, you'll hit a certain flow of how you're writing your song so in the early days if you're writing seven eight nine minute songs and the and the good and the going somewhere like maiden would have done metallica with puppets and a couple of songs on justice uh but when you stop writing that type of song let's say you get to the black album and all of a sudden the five minute long the four five minutes six minutes i think's the longest on the black album i think maybe a seven but anyway once you've stopped writing that and then you're kind of thinking, should we do another nine minutes like we used to do? It's hard to get back into that mindset mm, of mm, writing mm. that that creative thing where you've suddenly become a four or five minute song type of band. Yeah. Maybe that's why some oh. some of Tool's songs we said a bit ago, they can go on a bit, but they're, they're going somewhere and they're well written. You always bring it back to Tool. I don't. It's just it's just an example. It's my one example. <laughs> <laughs> because he is one. Whoa! <laughs> I just think I just think bands write so short the songs though because there's more money. You can you know if 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 a song's got three singles in it and it's a banging nine minute song, they'd split it up into in, into three different songs and earn more coin off it. Well, from streaming services. Well, any, anything, and you know, if if that, if say you've got like a bang in nine minute song, you split it in three ways, and you can call on part one, two, three, and you can make a lot more money off it than what you can the one song. Mm. What what did I'm not, um, in, I'm, not in, I'm not into the part one, part two. <laughs> what about the what unforgiven? Did, what about the unforgiven? Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You've proven, you've proven the point. Exactly. <laughs> What did Ritual King actually release in advance of this album, Neil? Do you know? Single wise, yeah, uh, I don't recall Sorry, anything nothing. actually. <laughs> Radio edit. No, I don't think they released anything. Uh, although I could be, I don't tend to bother with singles. So well, why don't Why don't you ask your mates, Chaz, Dave, and Bill? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's oh good if you're such close God. friends. You're name checking them. So, Rich, how many did you release before? <laughs> The album came out. Was it three? 
three right now. Yeah. Was there pressure on you to release three albums, yeah. the three singles? Yeah. Three, three singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when we went when we went to PR. They were like, "Oh, you need three singles. You need this, 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 this," and and and. That's the way it was. That's what they wanted. That's you know, I mean, that, that's what builds mm. over the course of three or four months. You know, what I mean, like yeah, six weeks yeah. apart, type. You know, I think like you've got plenty of time to build into your album, then. Like, uh, and especially like from our perspective of like, nobody knew us. You know, what I mean, like we had to build from you know, what I mean, like from from the beginning and then build up and then but come like January when we released the album. We had like a sold out, we sold out show in the certain year there, then blah, blah 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 blah, and it was amazing. You know what I mean? Like, like, like one of the things I'll always tell bands uh, or new newer bands who were like, oh, you know, fucking, oh, I love you guys, blah blah blah. Like, you know, I would do, I would do your album. I always say to them, you got to take a chance, boys. Got to take a chance because none of us know how these songs are going to be received or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like. Like I said earlier on about about bands spending like twenty thousand pounds on this that, and the other, like it's a massive, massive investment. You know what I mean? Yeah. But take yeah. a chance, take a chance, see where life takes you. You know what I mean? Like it's it's done it done really well for us, <laughs> so I you know, can't argue whatsoever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I you know, I, and like I said, I, I, what I was saying about earlier on about the old school sort of. Um, method and what you expect or what you used to expect to what you expect now is I don't think things were predetermined as to what singles you were going to release and this that and the other and, and how many do you have to have to build a following and and everything is more sort of organised but not in a particularly organic way to a certain extent do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, like like I said, like when we uh, when we had our, our first sort of um, our first PR meetings and all the rest of it, they they, they told us you got to have three singles if you want to build your name. You got that's what you got to do. Um, and at at that time, we were we were signed to a record label, and um, oh, I'm fucking so glad I got off now. Oh wow! <laughs> and, but at that at that time at that time we um, we were signed to a record label, and. Um, and then we got off the record label, and then we were like, "Fuck, we got an album here that we've spent fucking loads of money on. What do we do with it?" So, in that respect, it was nice to have the guidance from other people who knew how to release albums. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so they, you know, we were tasked with, you know, what I mean, like three singles, you know, this, that, and the other, and and, and this, that, and the other. So, yeah, and I mean, like, you know, you look at like South Salem now, just just going to release that album this week now. Um, yeah, the four singles, four singles right there. You look yeah. at, um, you look at Florence Black, Florence Black. Two weeks now, their album's going out. Four, two weeks. Uh, yeah, February. second, second yeah. of Feb, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four singles from from that from that album because yeah. it builds, it sells. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and unfortunately, everything is about selling nowadays. Oh, it's always about money. Always has been, hasn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, and, and and you know, I. You know, bands have got to sell to be able to put the money into, into the road and all mm. the rest of it. And then, you know, you book it to us and, and, and this and the other. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I'm so glad uh, what happened happened with our album and all the rest of it because we put a lot of effort into that. And I think, you know, we've reaped the rewards. So 
Happy days. Good. All good. Good, good. Fingers crossed for Adam too. <laughs> so you might have seen yesterday that Joey Vera left Merciful Fate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a certain basis who Rich and I are friends with. <laughs> who has had the most amazing bit of internet support in terms of I've never seen it with a band before where so Becky was was picked by King Diamond at Bloodstock in 2022. I was there to to support to to step in for Joey Vera when um they were playing their American tour in the autumn of 2022 because Joey was out on tour with Armored Saint which is one of his other bands. He's and so Becky went over and she had trip of a lifetime amazing opportunity and um I did a quick interview with her for Metal Talk which was really cool because it was amazing just to listen to her experiences. I've never seen an inter- internet reaction like yesterday and today where mm. Merciful Fate announced that Joey is standing down and with the exception of one doofus, <laughs> every other comment was, you need to get Becky in. in because we've seen it. And it wasn't just from like her mates over here who like Fury. No. It was from the people who had seen her play with Merciful Fate and King Diamond in the States in 2022. And I just thought, if there is if there is any God or any kind of justice, she'll get the gig. And fingers crossed for her. It will be very, yeah, very strange. If she, very strange if she doesn't. Because... Mm. It should just be a shoeing, shouldn't it? We would no, hope no, so. no, 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 absolutely, um, no, absolutely, got to be. Mm. She's, you know, she's perfect for it, isn't she? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, you know, she's proven a proven, proven her worth, isn't she? You know, oh, yeah. she knows she can. She knows she can do it. Happy days, get her in. Mm. You know? Get her in. Like, like, like Paul said, um, I got, I got sent a few, a few, um, or a link to the comments yesterday, and every single comment is Becky Walling. Becky Walling, get her in. Hundred percent. I totally agree with it. Yeah, Betty's a really, really nice girl. Really, really nice girl. Yeah, yeah. No, well, fair play to her. I hope she gets yeah. it. Yeah, good luck yeah. to her. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, shall see. We definitely. shall see. Hmm. Salmon, it's have you got anything to add, Salmon? Not fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, 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 I've not had any readers' letters or anything like that no, this time. No emails this no. time. No, unfortunately not. No. Okay. Have you? No. No, 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 no jokes, no nothing this week, no. Sorry. Right. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint Waylon, our number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call cheese that isn't yours? Oh no! <laughs> Go on. Not your cheese. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so once more, you find me in the metaphorical metal rocking chair, enjoying the fact that we have had another really good guest. So if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you will know of our love of King Kraken and we hope you like them too. Please check out King Kraken's music, merch and socials. Every bit of support really helps. They've also got a UK tour coming up and myself and Simon will be at the Blackpool gig and we really hope to see some of you there. 
If you keep up to date with rock and metal news, you will no doubt be aware that Becky Baldwin did indeed get the position of bass player in Merciful Fate. Genuine congratulations. We will also have to catch Fury very soon, even though she is going to play in both bands, I do believe. So there we go. Leave us a comment on the Facebook page and I will use it in the comments compilation later in the month. Check out all the bands we have mentioned. We need to keep things alive in this. Come on, if Simon can like something new, then you can. And I brought something that Simon is like. Bloody hell. Cheers, people, for listening. We have some news on merchandise soon, as lots of you have been asking us. We're nearly there, guys. We've nearly got it sorted. Thanks for your support. See you next time for some festival talk. Bye. Thank you.